0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether you bless those boys or take flight, we're talking your teams. Sports 1280, New Orleans. Yeah, listen, Des has been a really good player in this league for a long time, and um, there is certainly a skill set that he has that um, is going to be beneficial, you know. And so, <laughs> I look forward to getting to work with him. I look forward to building a rapport with him. Look forward to get him getting him involved in this offense and, and just become a compliment to you know all the guys that we already have. Um, I think he'll see that too when, when he gets here, and I'm sure he's been watching from afar is just you know how he'll integrate into this offense, and I think he'll be a great addition. As Drew Brees yesterday talking about the addition of Des Bryant, and today we found out a little bit more on why it was so needed to add a guy like Des Bryant with the Saints placing Cameron Meredith on injured reserve. We knew his uh, snaps had gone down in recent weeks. Hadn't caught a pass since the Redskins game a month ago, and now with Ted Ginn on IR, Cameron Meredith on IR, the question becomes: How quickly can Des Bryant get ready to go? And you know, can he make any impact if you know, if at all? against the Bengals on Sunday. Uh, join us now to talk a little bit about Dez and the Saints and much more is Josh Kastenstein from Noah.com, Time's Pickyun. Josh, what's going on, man?
1: Not too much. How are you doing, Chris?
0: Are you, uh, are you over the Dez Bryant mania yet?
1: No, of course not. This is going <laughs> to be a maniacal thing for the rest of the season, I would think. <laughs>
0: Um, talk about uh, the news this morning Cameron Meredith uh, undergoing a knee scope And you know, the severity We don't know, but obviously to injured Reserve, sounds like you know He could be done for the year uh, Ted Ginn on injured reserve, they do get Tommy Lee Lewis back, and I know Sean Payton Said he's getting close to 100%, but Where are we with this receiving core right now?
1: Well, so with Cameron Meredith, uh, I, I sort of Had a feeling this might be the case when he Didn't practice yesterday um, He has been you know, missing some practices or, or mostly limited if uh, he was dealing with something. And uh, so the fact that he was out yesterday and that they were signing Dez, it was sort of an indication that this might be the move. But I think even without Cameron Meredith going on IR, I mean, it would be easy to see why the Saints would need a receiver. I actually have a story coming out later today where I looked at the production of every team's receiving core behind their number one guy, and the Saints actually rank worst in the league in terms of the percentage of the passing offense, uh, that the two through whatever guys have contributed. I mean, Traquan Smith only has 12 catches this year for 214 yards. Cam Meredith only had nine catches. Austin Carr only has six. I mean, it's, uh, it's been pretty lackluster from those guys all year. And, you know, obviously Traquan Smith will continue to get opportunities, but there's a real chance here for Des Bryant to come in and earn a significant role right away.
0: It's kind of funny, right? I mean, the narrative's always been, oh, Drew can play with anybody. Drew can get anybody the ball. And then when you look at it and go, well, he's really only throwing it to Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. So, um, you know, look, it, and that's fine. I mean, those guys are having fantastic gears, But, you know, I, I just wonder, like like any Saints fan w- would wonder, Josh's, you know, workload. We're eight games into the season. It, you know, does that start to take its toll in week 12 or week 13 if you're going to those guys a little bit too much?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and, and that's why the Saints were really excited to get Mark
0: Ingram back from his suspension because they thought that they were giving
1: Alvin Kamara way too many touches during those first four games. That's why we've seen a couple games since Ingram returned that, um, you know, Kamara sort of had a, what would be a reduced workload by his standards. Um, but certainly moving forward the Saints want to find ways, whether it's getting Ben Watson more involved, or even a guy like Dan Arnold, Draquan Smith, and now Des Bryant. I mean, I think they definitely want to at least give defenses more to think about than they do right now, which is really just Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas.
0: Let's talk about Des and how quickly he can suit up and, and, and start playing out there. I, I made the parallel to uh, Demarius Thomas, the, the, the Texans traded for him from Denver last week, and he only got a couple of days of practice in with him. And we saw he ended up starting for the Texans in Denver, caught two passes in the first quarter, but then after that, uh, he was running the wrong routes. He didn't know certain plays, and they ultimately pulled him out of the game because they're like, all right, well, he needs more time to learn. Um, what, how quickly can Des Bryant get up to speed on the terminology, the playbook, and everything? And can maybe Sean Payton and company put in a couple plays say, hey, look, you just run a fly route here, you run a go route here, uh, just at least get him on the field in Cincinnati?
1: So, I mean, I could see I could see any number of outcomes. I mean, I could see a situation like that happening where they just give him a, a really minimal role. I could also see the same thing happening that happened with Demarius Thomas, where they try to work him in, but then they realize that he doesn't know the offense and all that stuff, so they have to bench him. Um, but with Cameron Meredith hurt, I think there's definitely a better chance that um, he'll have the opportunities on Sunday, just because the Saints would only have three other receivers available, Thomas, Smith, and Carr. Um, So right now I, I do think there's a chance he'll be active, but it will take him, I would say, multiple weeks to get fully comfortable in the offense. One of the issues with Dez is that he really, in Dallas, only played one receiver position, and it was on the outside, so Saints are going to have to figure out how they want to exactly, uh, you know, utilize all of their receivers and where he'll fit in best. And, and that's a multi-week process. I think with Eli Apple, you know, a few weeks ago he got the start because he really was just playing man-to-man coverage, which is, you know, something that all cornerbacks know. I mean, there, there were obviously some things he had to learn, but in that game against the Vikings it was pretty simple. And, and there's rarely anything simple with the Saints offense. So uh, it will take some time, but there is a chance he'll play Sunday.
0: I think what's intriguing, too, in all this, Josh, is, uh, you know, if you're a Saints fan, the the fact that Des can even be a decoy. I mean, even if he's not catching passes, you have to respect him. And, you know, we talked about if Michael Thomas is drawing the, cor- the number one corner, if Des draws the number two corner, it's just going to open up possibilities for a Ben Watson, a Traquan Smith, and Alva Kamara in the passing game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it should in theory, but uh, I'm I'm hesitant to say that that will truly be the case. I mean, Eli Apple said yesterday that, you know, and he covered him, you know, a little bit when he was with the the Giants going against the Cowboys. He said that, you know, Dez is the guy you still need to respect. But, I mean, this guy's been out of the league for six months now. He, without a job. Um, he's going to have to learn this new offense. And, and Sean Payton said he's like five pounds overweight right now. So I don't know that, you know, when he gets on the field, it's going to be like it was in Dallas where all of a sudden you got two guys paying attention to him, at least until he proves something.
0: Like a UFC fighter, got to cut weight, drink a drink a lot of water. Um, let's talk about the injured reserve spot. A bunch of guys on IR, as we know, Tommy Lee Lewis, a candidate to return here pretty quickly. Uh, no, Sean Payton said he's close to 100%. But you got Patrick Robinson, you got Ted Ginn, you got Josh Luribis, uh Cameron Meredith. Uh, if you had to guess, you know who would be the pot- possibility of a guy who could return this year?
1: Well, Patrick Robinson is not a possibility. I've been told that he's out for the year, Um and I keep getting questions about that from Saints fans, but uh, <laughs> people can sort of put that one to rest. I mean, he broke his ankle. That is a long recovery process, and the Saints certainly don't want to rush him back because um, they want him available next year. I mean, they signed him to a multi-year deal hoping that he could fix their nickel issues, and, um you know, that's still how they feel. Uh So for now, it's Tommy A. Lewis, Ted Ginn, Josh LaRebus and Peyton said that, uh, they don't expect Meredith's timeline to allow him to return this year. So I don't know exactly what they're going to do. I mean, I would certainly think that Ginn and Rebus had more value to the Saints right now. But, you know, if they are really lacking wide receiver production, which they are right now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they, uh, activate Tommy Lewis next week, um, just because he'll be available and, you know, you never know with the other injured guys that, you know, if they'll have a setback or something that would, you know, make the Saints regret not activating Tommy Lee Lewis. So, um, you know, I-, I can't say for sure what's going to happen, but Payton did say today that Tommy Lee Lewis has been looking good in practice since he returned last week, and he'll be able to practice this week, and he can return next week or practice again next week and then return the following week. So the Saints have a few mm-hmm. options with how they can approach it
0: talk with Josh Katz of Steenola dot com, the Times Picayune. Uh, Josh, one of the best parts uh, for the Saints here in recent weeks has been they they've had their full asset of offensive linemen. I mean, all five guys have been starting, and really, you look at these last three weeks, the defensive fronts they faced in Baltimore, Minnesota, and the Rams three of the best out there. The fact Drew Brees has only gets sacked once in those three three weeks is phenomenal. Uh, but then a little bit of a turnaround this week when we see all five offensive linemen on an injury report. Uh, What's the latest there on the offensive line?
1: Well, for now, I don't think there's much to worry about. Uh, You know, a couple guys joked yesterday that, you know, they were just getting some rest, you know, because of how hard they've been working the last few weeks. But, um, you know, Armstead and Pete have been on the injury report pretty much every week this year. Warford was listed as not injury-related. And I believe Unger and Ramchick both made it at least limited practice. So, for now, I would think that all those guys are going to be ready to play, and you know this is not going to be an easy task either. You know, I, I know the Bengals overall their numbers are not good defensively, but but they do have a pretty stout front, and so you know the Saints are going to want all their guys out there if possible.
0: Yeah, thirteen combined sacks between uh, Dunlap and, and Geno Atkins. So obviously, two uh, really good defensive forces up front. Uh, as far as receivers, we know AJ Green not likely to play. In fact, nope. could be out a couple of weeks for Cincinnati, but Tyler Boyd uh, has been really good this year, and they, it sounds like they may be getting uh, John Ross back, their former first-round pick, who is a speedy guy. Um, any concerns on P.J. Williams? We heard that uh, he, he was out yesterday, had a hamstring injury. Uh, obviously, if he's not able to go Sunday, that would be a big loss.
1: Well, so I don't have any details on his injury, but I will say that he was in the locker room and just seemed chipper as usual, so... Uh, you know, we'll see if he gets back on the field today or on Friday. But right now, uh, you know, I, I would imagine that he's playing, especially because we haven't heard of the Saints, you know, working out any cornerbacks. And, and really, uh, the one spot that they lack is a nickel. You know, now that P. Rob is hurt, so uh right now I don't think it's a concern. But you know, on on Friday, if he doesn't practice today, I think it might
0: be. Yeah, the, the the greatest part, I thought, Josh, was uh, as bad as he was in that Minnesota game. He made the bit one big play that won him NFC Defensive Player of the Week. But I thought he was better defensively last week against the Rams than he was uh, the week he was named NFC Defensive Player of the Week. So go figure on that. Uh, last thing for you, um, how much concern is there for this pass rush? I mean, uh, losing Marcus Davenport for a couple weeks obviously is a big blow. But uh, the fact that they weren't able to get to golf much at all on on Sunday, how concerned are they for this uh, pass rush, not being able to get pressure up front?
1: Well, I don't know that uh, the Rams game is necessarily a good gauge. I mean, the Saints were so focused on stopping Todd Gurley and then, you know, keeping enough guys back so that they didn't give up explosive plays that I don't know that, um, you know, pressuring golf was the number one priority. Um, But certainly, I do think it is a concern uh, as long as Marcus Davenport's not on the field. You know, they're not at full strength. I think Trey Hendrickson made a couple nice plays last week. But, I mean, even with Marcus Davenport, this has not been a top-tier pass rush um, just because Alex Okafor has struggled to make much of an impact. Um, Davenport has been good at times, but inconsistent. And, you know, these offensive lines and offenses in general are finding ways to use multiple guys on Cam Jordan pretty consistently and effectively. And as long as that's the case, you know, the Saints... uh Are going to need other
0: guys to step up. Uh, Last thing, Josh, is this, I, I mean, I just, the vibe I keep getting on this game is like, this could be a letdown game. Like, this could be a game where I keep looking at the numbers and it's like, okay, Joe Mixon's been really good, but the Saints are number one against the run. I mean, like, everything you look at, like, the Saints should be favored in this matchup, but it just feels like this is an opportunity. Maybe they, they let their guard down and maybe Cincinnati, you find yourself in a one score game going into the fourth quarter all of a sudden.
1: Well, I mean, they are favored, uh, so I think, you know, I expect them to win. I I think that, you know, I've heard some people say this week that, you know, maybe their energy is spent because of, you know, the tough matchups they've had the last three weeks and especially the emotional wins against uh, Minnesota and the Rams, but I just don't really buy into that, you know, with this team. I mean, the character of the guys, like Drew Brees doesn't take a week off, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Cam Jordan, I mean, those guys – do the same thing week in and week out. So maybe some of the younger guys it might be you know a concern, but I just think that you know this is not a team that has any interest in taking its foot off the pedal and you know the only game potentially that maybe they overlooked was week 1 against Tampa, but I don't see them making that mistake again.
0: One of the last remaining noon games uh, on the schedule on Sunday. I got to think that that season finale against the Panthers Josh, that's got that game's going to have to be flexed, right? You got to think
1: I mean, for now, but I—I I mean, I don't know. Uh, people ask about the flex stuff all the time. Like, it's not just about whether that's a good game. I mean, right. I don't know who is in that slot right now. I mean, if that's like a Ravens Steelers, you know, <laughs> for the division, like I can't imagine, you know, that being the case. So, uh, but certainly, I mean, I would imagine that they would want as many eyes on that game as possible.
0: You know, if you're a Saints fan, you want the Panthers to start losing as many games as possible, and uh, they could lose one tonight, you know, certainly on the road to Pittsburgh. I think a lot of Saints fans will be waving their uh, their terrible towels tonight. He is Josh Katzenstein, Saints beat writer for the Times-Picayune. Uh, Josh, appreciate the time as always, man. Yeah, thanks. All right, thanks a lot. Josh Katzenstein of uh, NOLA.com, Pe- Times-Picayune. Give him a follow on Twitter. Jay Katzenstein does a tremendous job. Covering the Saints, keeping you up to date on everything. And, uh, yeah, it, it, like we said, it's just the big question mark is Des Bryant. How quickly does he get up to speed? How quickly does he uh get on the same page as Drew Brees and Sean Payton and Pete Carmichael? And, you know, how ready can he be to go with just a couple of days of practice, a couple of days of running plays, and, you know, what kind of factor can he be on Sunday against the Bengals? We just don't know. It's a Chris Gordy Show. A, a quick break here. We'll come back uh, one more segment to go in hour number one. Stay there